Okay, we're, uh, I think the computer is doing this, what it's supposed to This computer is running. Check out, this is one of the, the memes in, included in the CIA's guide. We're finding Dev. Ops problem now. <laughs> we might talk about that. Dion wants to talk about uh, what some articles he read. Okay. Nothing, it's just sort of related to devs. DevOps. Uh, oh, DevOps. So Sean was telling me that the WikiLeaks, which I had missed, had released the CIA's like whatever hacking guide, and this meme is worked fine in dev, with a child looking real, real sly, and there's an explosion yeah. in the background, and yeah. it says ops problem now. Hmm. Well, that's controversial in our group. I'm okay. not sure. Uh, so we'll get into that. I, I love to start off every every status meme with just pointing a finger at some other group. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I. It's my key. That sounds like you, Sean. <laughs> Work great in dev. Yeah. It's your so it is your now. fucking problem. <laughs> Eat it. Don't <laughs> care. Yeah. It's it's a great attitude. News flash, you fucked it up again. <laughs> Classic ops. <laughs> um yeah, sure. I think that's that's perfect place to be in. Um Uh so we're the World IDT guys. My name's Dion. Elisa. Ross. Sean. Gavin. And we are jumping into the fire. Um, <laughs> um, well, if we're into the DevOps dev world, um, did you guys want to just jump kind of into the, uh, I don't know, Stack Overflow um, conversation that we were having earlier? Well, we could talk we're... about, yeah, <clears throat> there were a few conversations we were having. One, which is always an ongoing conversation, is how important Stack Overflow has come you know, to the development process. Cause pretty much now the way it, it's interesting to me, uh, like now you basically, whenever you have a problem, you just Google it. The first result is always stack overflow and it almost always solves the problem. Mm -hmm. And it's changed the development experience because like you used to have to read like a whole O'Reilly book, find like an expert that's worked in years on it. Or you'd have to go to these forums where people were assholes. Oh, there's so Do you remember how heads. bad, like, oh. those forums used to be? Yeah. You know, like, you would, like, like, well, also Google, like, Google wasn't there, too. So you're using AltaVista to search for an error that had no good links. And then you'd go to a forum where everybody was an asshole. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really made it easier. Read the fucking manual. Yeah. RTFM was like every response. Every response. <laughs> this has already been asked. You'd be like, well, I've searched the what? forums and I haven't found anything. They can, then they'd just be like, well, I'm sure it's been asked. Stack <laughs> Overflow, sometimes there are some trolls like that. And yeah, Stack Overflow you, is actually having a problem with yeah. that, too. But it is. I will say it is still head and shoulders yeah. better than the way it, it yeah. used to be. Because at least they put emphasis on, you know, did you provide a code sample or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They, they, enforce pe they ask people to ask the right questions. They ask people to answer it in a nice, respectful way. At least they're trying. You would, you used to have, like, answers like, maybe you shouldn't be working in this industry. <laughs> <laughs> like, people were just dickheads, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, people used to be the biggest assholes. Or, like, they would just go, this sounds like a homework problem, so fuck you. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're not here to do your computer science 101 you know, for you. It's like, well, dude, I'm not, even if it's for homework, yeah. it's not like, you know, <laughs> you're still helping somebody, like, who's going to eventually work in IT, you know? Like, yeah, people used to be such assholes at all those forums. I always found the... Not, I don't know if this is a stereotype or not, but, like, yeah. some of the Linux forums were the fucking worst. Oh, yeah. Those people yeah. very, the, very passionate. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. But yeah, so Stack Overflow a thousand times better. Um, <laughs> what's interesting because it's made like I actually feel like I'm an employee who's less marketable in a Stack Overflow world than I used to be. You know, because like I have a, like a pretty good memory for things, so like I wasn't as adrift. A good memory for things like knowing every receptacle that can hold beer ever. Like, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Schooler. Yeah, that and API sorting calls. <laughs> Are the two things I remember. My brain is filled with them. Top speed of the Camaro. <laughs> Portable coolers. But yeah, and, you don't yeah. need to now. Like you just like, and it's funny. Like you, you sort of like now you can just dive into a language, a new language, off just like you can look at like, okay, how do I do a hello world? Okay, I'm just gonna start. Oh, hit my first error. Go to Stack Overflow, and you can just start coding that way. It's like it's kind of amazing. When I was first learning uh, six five zero two ASM, like. I had to literally hunt people out in IRC channels and ask oh, them, like, yeah. can you mentor me? And just, like, I would ping this one dude 
uh, from Australia, like a thousand questions a day, and just like he was Leo? enough to. It was, it was Leo. It was Leo. Oddly <laughs> enough, and it, yeah, so I, I literally had to go find someone and work like a journeyman to learn the trade. Interesting. But uh, I so one of the points they brought up was in that um, article. This was was it a New York Times article? A New York Magazine. New York Magazine um, was that you know the criticism of Stack Overflow, and I've always mm-hmm. kind of felt like like there is like What's a running the criticism. Joke. Well. You know that basically you can you can become a copy and paste programmer. Oh sure. I've you know in some cases that's true. Like I knew it. Copy a very specific function, <laughs> but I've always felt that that was I don't know what you guys think a little bit overblown because I mean even if you copy I mean you can't you can never really just copy large swaths of code. And yeah, they're not. You can't just ask your, like, hey, how do I develop a risk algorithm for the Louisiana car market? Right. You know, like, <laughs> like maybe if you know yeah. a sorting algorithm or something very small and self-contained, then you know. Yeah, like, you're still going to need to glue it together with. Here's like, other access to our Git repository. Yeah. Can you please do this for me? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> guys, here's my password. <laughs> <laughs> we have teams that I'm pretty sure are. Are a few weeks away <laughs> from solving problems. Like, like those like, people <laughs> that say, "Hey, could somebody Photoshop this for me? Hey, can you guys build a site for me?" <laughs> oh, that, that you know what? Me. I don't have the time to paste the code sample. Why don't I give you my credentials? <laughs> <laughs> you log into the server. You can look at the logs. Oh my god! Did you ever uh, go to one of those code, um, like code for hire uh, websites? Oh no! Like, I think those are the biggest scams in all the world. They totally are because yeah. literally you'll see posts. It's like. Gavin's Can been there. Build me a site. I have a, I have a good story about oh, that. Oh yeah. yeah, I've definitely checked him out because I was interested. Yeah. Like, oh, could I, could I, yeah. this, could I do this contract work? And you know, anyway, um, oh. I just want to see if it would be a reality, and you know what the process would be like. And so you'll get like a thousand bids, for, or you'll get you'll get a really poorly worded, um, you know, uh, RFC basically, or something you know from India. And it'll be like they'll basically start describing a website that is essentially uh, like WordPress or something, or like a project uh-huh. like that, or basically, you know, <clears throat> they want you to build Google, and they'll be like, yeah, starting yeah. bid is $1,000, you know? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I did. John, John and I went on uh, a vendor called, I think, Top Coder, was it? Took us out to a Cubs rooftop party. And <laughs> we're like, well, we're not really looking for any more uh, staff. They're like, well, what's beautiful about us is it's it's not even staff. Like, well, we're not really interested. It's like, come out to the rooftop party. We're like, all right, well, you know, fine, we'll come and We'll drink 15 beers, watch the ghosts or whatever. <laughs> but we go there, and it was like, oopsie. That's <laughs> fine. I think John and I both felt, like, dirty after talking to this guy. Because, like, we're there, and, like, we're having some beers, and we're watching the Cubs game. And this dude was like, oh, dude, it is, it is so cheap. Mm-hmm. He's like, all we do is you tell us exactly what you want built, and we just, like... Basically, 100 people are going to submit the code for it. 99 of them are going to work for free. Right, yeah. We're going to pick what the best out of everything because we keep even the guys who work for free. We keep their code, too. Mm-hmm. We pay one guy pennies on the dollar, and you have a solution. And and I, John and I actually left. Like, John and I left before the ninth inning. I think John left. I think I did stay for free beer. <laughs> 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 like, that's how dirty this guy was. I stayed until the taps ran dry. Yeah, I was like, well, okay. the better way yeah. to get back in yeah. is to run up the yeah. bill. <laughs> I got a clear conscience. I'm fine. But, yeah, I mean, like, that did seem – it's like – Wow. I, I mean – Yeah. You, you know, uh, and I think, like, I don't think people understand. I think those sites are very bad about being transparent about what your chances are of winning the contract. Mm-hmm. Like, how many people are bidding on it. And the fact that they keep the work. Oh yeah, they, no. when you lose is bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that I I think that stuff's all a scam. Okay, well, so I was gonna converse that with the adapter die article that we. Oh yeah, week. yeah, that was a yeah. Um, you liked that one, which was just the microservices as opposed to the full stack yep. mentality, mm-hmm. and just kind of throw that in there. Um, well, because that was something I sort of disagreed with myself like because i i feel like you always hear microservices being pushed by project managers and salespeople because like the advantage of the microservice is that like you can always be shipping code and none of the shareholders are like sort of uh uh impacted you know there's no outages to always shipping code and everything's very resilient 
which is what's great about it. But the problem is like, especially for like a place like us, that's like a smaller shop. It's like, you can't just have that advantage without making somebody else's life worse. <laughs> and, you know, and you've made the complexity of DevOps much, much higher. Because when you go to microservices, basically all your modules have to become their own service, and you have to usually have multiple instances of them, which also means all your communications between your software needs to be async. So you have this huge layer of asynchronous, like basically this, these network nodes, these async network nodes that yeah. are very difficult yeah. to manage at a DevOps yeah. level. So you could take any one of them out at any time. Anyone, it won't yeah. impact the service. Which is a service. great advantage. Great adva sure, it, it, sure. it makes total sense for, I think, like a place like Netflix or Amazon. 24-7 right, 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 you know. delivery is, is not, you got to have it, right? But, yeah, yeah. I, I think a place that's our size where we can, our business can sort of tolerate, you know, a, a two-hour two hour window. Outage, yeah, you know, a two-hour window on a week weekend. Something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. It's just the complexity that we would be taking on to get something that really isn't that important. Like five, nine uptime is not that important to our end business. You know, wait, don't tell them that's an option. Okay. So, <laughs> well, I don't think they would know what it would mean. They'd be like, no, it's super important. I'm like, that means four minutes of downtime a year. You know? like, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> which which we could transition right into what what yeah. downtime oh, we've had yeah. in the past three fucking <laughs> yeah, weeks. Exactly. Yeah. IBM. Yeah. IBM oh, will not be fuck. able to have another outage for the next fifteen years <laughs> in order to achieve five nine. I mean that's a that's the best transition yeah. into transformation slash. Speaking of, do they even have one nine? What they're doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ! They, they are above nine percent. They're certainly not at. I mean, I think we. They're not even a two nine. I don't think they're ninety percent uptime. We're fucked. I We're mean, fucked. <laughs> last week we covered we covered the DNS shit, yeah. right? So we're a five six organization. <laughs> 66.6666% uptime. You guys good Year with that? Out. Yeah. I mean, we'll pay the fine on the rest of it, but are you guys good yeah. with the rest of that? That's fine. Yeah. SLAs are fine. Most of your days, you're going to be able to work. Yeah. Yeah. Most. Lion's share of your days. Were we a lion's share? Yeah. As oh long as it's God. not some, oh, you're geez. good. <laughs> I, I like to always remind people, a lot of days in a year. So we, we dealt with a global outage via DNS for all of our major domains for an entire day because of a, um, a, a snowstorm that happened where more people work from home than the nodes that were available. Therefore, we brought the entire fucking network down and nobody could get None to anything. None of our anything. sites. We didn't exist to the internet. Nothing we had. That was a few weeks ago. Was up. Yep. Um, During South by Southwest, which is, so we're <laughs> pitching all this stuff. <laughs> Like I'd love to talk to you. Hey, we're super cool. Uh, but none of our shit's up right now. <laughs> we're super cool though. Super cool. Um, it's actually sort of funny. IBM was so clueless about it that we were we were thinking about putting up temporary sites. Yeah, you know, to at least get this content out there. I mean, there may have been an, there may have been an alt site out there yeah, if so anybody's we aware of it. About like hilarious because you know. And the alt site was brought up um, from another host under another domain that wasn't serviced by IBM. And it was up and out there in, a, in, in, God damn, what was it, 35 minutes. Well, and we you, all have, like, because yeah. we have our personal domains. And I, I, I know for a fact that slammablebitcaves.com <laughs> is still available if we Not appropriate we to host to a corporate domain ad, but it was available to us should we need to get something should out there. If we really, if we really needed to get you somewhere, if you needed those fucking how bad blogs, need, how yeah. bad do you need this pitch? You need to slam a dick cave. Let's just be clear. Um, but it's not. It wasn't that necessary. We had other domains available. We did put something up in, and IBM did fix it in their defense in a mere thirty-six hours. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what more you could ask for. Yeah. Um, but we put up a website in thirty-five minutes. Yeah. That I'm very proud of. So um, if you know of the alt website, please visit it. So that was the first P1 outage uh, of the last two weeks. And then we just had one this week as well. It's fantastic. Which was mm. corporate Wi-Fi. No, nobody could connect without uh, a wire. Oh, man. So we, our internal <laughs> Wi-Fi has been like it's been it's just been a nightmare, in my opinion, globally for everybody. It's just slow. People have problems with it, password issues. Um, but this week it was it, it was just down globally for an mm -hmm. entire day, and um, 
the the conversations that I had throughout the entire day um, really weighed on me because we had just done a migration of all of our servers um, and it was basically like, hey, let's get out of our current data center um, and move to our new data center for all of our stuff. Our directory integration stuff had moved into a new data center in the cloud. We were super happy about it. And I said, if I can get to noon Monday morning, I'll be happy. Everybody else was happy. I wasn't fucking happy until noon Monday. And guess what? I didn't make it till noon Monday because global Wi-Fi was down and everybody thought, what the fuck did you guys do moving yeah. to your new server? What did you guys break? Yeah, it must be funny. your fault. Guys, we have a major move. Tell us if you see any problems Monday. <laughs> and then they can't even log on. Nobody can so log in we globally yeah. to the Wi-Fi. Everybody assumes it's what we did on Saturday. It had nothing to do with what we did on Saturday. Yet every single person I've ever talked to in our agency over the past career of my fucking life <laughs> decides to call you find me in whether it's a phone call a text message an email and say uh did you guys break this when are you gonna fix it and i'm like no it wasn't us why don't you open a fucking ticket and see what the fuck's going on the wi-fi <laughs> i cannot open my email <sighs> yeah so yeah so wi-fi was down if you plugged into the to the wired internet you were okay mm-hmm. and essentially the problem was with the aut- authentication on the radius servers um, which we still don't have a root cause analysis for, but essentially nobody could authenticate over Wi-Fi um, because they were having issues. Um, it just so happened to be on the same Monday after a migration, yeah. so therefore my life was misery for an entire day. It's still not great. It's fucking Wednesday. But um, <coughs> anyway, well, I also love that it was like, how'd they fix it? Like, oh, they restarted the server. Well, yeah. Well, why so, was it down for, <laughs> you know, 12 hours? So that's, like, that's took just a long a part time of my, to find that server. Yeah, so uh, essentially in troubleshooting, I got a call at like 7.30 that night, and they said, hey, can we test something? And I said, nope, I'm not in the office. And I said, uh, is anybody in the office? And who was in the office? Our hero. I was in the office. Gavin. The hero of the This is where you get to respond. (laughs) Gavin was in the office. Gavin said, yeah, I'm working late. I'm working hard. doing what I need to do to get the job done. And I said, hey, can you test the Wi-Fi for me? He's like, sure. So in the conversation, which I believe, to the best of my knowledge, was a bridge that had been open for like 12 fucking hours or the entire fucking day by IBM where numerous people were coming in and out trying to figure out what was going on, I overheard a few things. Um, and I couldn't understand most people, but it was it was a horrible uh, connection, and uh, there were many languages being spoken on this call by numerous people. I didn't even know who I was talking to. It was basically get this guy on the, on the call and start asking questions. And the only person that I knew and could understand was my old friend, Jeff. And Jeff was there, and I would constantly be like, Jeff, could you tell me what they just said? Jeff, can you explain what they're asking me to do? Jeff, could you please describe what we're talking about here? It's almost like when when (coughs) parents talk to their kid like, well, could you tell mommy that maybe if uh, she had dinner ready? (laughs) If mommy had dinner ready, daddy would be fine with whatever. So anyways, I, um, I was on this call. They were asking us to test something. I was text messaging and slacking with Gavin saying, okay, get ready. They're going to test something with you. Mm-hmm. Let me know if it works. It's after hours. They want to do a bunch of the tests. He was here. He, he obliged. We did some testing. They were happy with the results. Um, they made a change. It, it, it seemed to last. And the next day they, they posted that, hey, we fixed this. Um, it was just a very interesting call because in that call, I heard things like, um, so, hey, guys, what, what's your idea of what, what caused this? And they're like, yeah, um, we're still unsure. We don't have a RCA yet, a root cause analysis. Um, we did reboot a server and things seemed to work fine after that. But mm-hmm. um, otherwise, we have no idea. That's the least so restarting a fucking server fixed the issue. Why did it take you eight hours to determine that you needed to restart a fucking Windows server running <laughs> Cisco Radius server software? Anyways, um, 
So that was that was kind of a disheartening thing. We're still waiting for the RCA on that from Monday, um, but things seem to be working fine internally. And I'm not sure if we've broken any. If I said anything beyond, hopefully Emily can fix this. Um, but um, I don't think you said anything there that you should. Perfect. Okay. Good. Um, so that that was kind of the insider call. If Gavin hadn't been in the office after hours, um, we'd all still be offline, um, <laughs> floundering <around>. on guest <laughs> network or. Fucking Boingo. Um, Today, major cup. <laughs> <laughs> Stock drop yeah. for blank, blank, blank. Because uh, fly. <laughs> it's just like a white flag. Seventy-two <laughs> hours without Dude, internet. Like, like, when they have to elect the new pope, they put they send smoke yeah, out. Yeah. Like it's the smoke is up. That's where it was saved. Help us. Oh man. Um, so yeah. So that was kind of the the behind the scenes there for the for the this week in. Uh, we can't even call it transformation anymore. That's fucking bullshit. It's just our lives with IBM, the days of our lives. Um, but uh, so yeah, global DNS outage one week, global Wi-Fi outage the next. Um, you know, completely P one, um, and I'm pretty sure that the SLA implications are just a a, uh, a, a nothing, a toss in the bucket for for <laughs> what they have prepared for this year. So. Um, but we'll see. It's, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's only uh, the beginning of Q2. so Weren't you saying you guys found out also that they're charging you guys extra for every time they have to touch a computer oh or something God. like that? Which is we did. We had to do an Because they're supposed to do desktop support, aren't they? Absolutely. Um, but I guess somebody found, and I this is, this is uh, I guess, unsubstantiated. However, we need the statistics to prove it should it come up that there was um, a service technician who visited people's desks to help them. Even if the ticket didn't say, please come visit my desk, the the dude would go and and make sure that the end user was okay. And um, because he was in the office at the time, he would, he would say, "Uh, all right, I'm going to go take, I'm going to go walk, I'm going to walk the floor, clean these tickets up, make sure everybody's okay. And um, even if it wasn't needed, he would do it. And because it may or may not have been needed, they charge extra for that. And we needed to substantiate how many exact tickets were closed based on this service desk technician's um, visits to the end user. So we needed to provide how many times the tickets were closed based on desk visits. And um, I kind of feel like, I hope we didn't get him in trouble because he went above and beyond with the amount of times he actually serviced our end users. But um, at the end of the day, I feel like this guy went above and beyond. Um, and I think the number was over 200 times. Yeah. This gentleman actually went to a desk, ensured everything was fine and closed a ticket. And to me, that's above and beyond, not a not necessary. You you caused overtime. We got to we got to bill them for that. Um, but that's just a model of business that I don't understand because I'm old school IT um, and not outsourced IT. So, um, but that was a that was a, a statistic that we were asked to provide in case it did come up. How many times a ticket was closed based on service desk um, or, or desk side um, resolution? So, it doesn't make sense to me. It may not come up actually in our SLA. But um, I, I do kind of feel like that'll be a, uh, a point of contention uh, between both companies. So, um, yeah, stay tuned. We'll let you know if we uh, are paying through the teeth for people. To They're hilarious. Like, yeah. Come to us. We'll do all your needs. They fire everybody. They go down to a skeleton crew, and then they charge you whenever you have a need. <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious. You just pay more to have worse service. Yes. If an it's outsourced hilarious. service desk person from another region in the world can't resolve your problem, we will charge you extra for somebody to actually come visit you and do it like we've always done it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, that's that, hilarious. That's that's just me. Um, so, yeah. In, in a way, it's almost, if it wasn't happening to us, it's almost beautiful that, like, that IBM's out there fucking other companies that usually fuck us because you know? <laughs> all these big companies that are assholes to everyone are outsourcing to IBM and you know IBM's fucking them you know 
I don't know if that would make me feel better though. Like yeah. who 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 do we work with that I would want to get fucked by? No, IBM not our company. As yeah, hard like, as we're like, getting, but fucked. yeah, like wouldn't it be yeah. great? I'd love to see that Comcast signed a deal. Oh, so, where <laughs> IBM's doing all right. their internal support, you know, or you know, <laughs> Spirit Airlines, oh my or God. you know, Sprint, or you know, like, oh, oh yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> You're finally gonna feel what it feels like. That would have been a good argument last week when I when I uh, submarined Lisa and her uh, visa. But yeah, agreed. <laughs> Outsourcing the support. Um, yeah, you deserve it, Comcast. Um, I did switch to that, and and uh, just as a, a a sneak peek into a future topic, um, Steve does want to cover um, cord cutting. And how people are trying to minimize what they're paying for the delivery sure. of TV and movies. Um, but he's got a whole topic built on it. I got a bunch of information that I've cool. recently done from cool. transitioning from DirecTV to Comcast um, and just other services that we're all utilizing over the Internet. Um, and uh, he wants to kind of bring it up and, and see what everybody's doing and kind of share what he's doing. Um, based on the fact that I said I'd rather up my internet speed oh, yeah. than pay for, for all that extra TV service. 100%. So, um, so I'm moving towards that model. He wants to kind of bring it up and see who else is out there. So um, if anybody's listening to the Worldwide IT guys this week, please share with us um, anything that you are doing to cut the cord, any online services you're utilizing, um, and any savings that you're getting by doing this. So um, in preparation for next week's podcast, uh, we'll try to reference it. Um, follow us on Worldwide IT Guys on Twitter and Instagram. Um, or drop us a line because most of you know who we are. So um, just a future topic I was going to throw out there. Um, Steve wants to be here for that because he's got a lot to talk about. So, right. um, really cool. But anyways, moving on. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to bring up the, the, the semantic certificate issue that came up. Because oh, I, with Google, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Google basically said if you've if you have a certificate for your website that was um, certified by Semantic, that's null and void because Semantic's full of shit. We don't believe them. They've been fucking hacked. They're a bunch of fucking. Uh, they're a bunch of. Fucking that was hacks. the exact words of their press conference. Um, we don't trust it's a, a goddamn thing they're doing. So you need to recertify your shit in the next like whatever. Um, and, and be, like semantics <laughs> lawyers are on a call, and you just keep yelling, yeah. "Recertify your shit, pal! <laughs> Recertify your shit, pal!" So, um, uh, I gotta get that link, but oh, here it is. I got it. Um, so, so Google well, says so this is what Chrome will no did. longer trust semantic yeah. certificates. Thirty percent of the web will now need to switch their certificate yeah. authorities based on Google's recommendation or. Uh, Mm-hmm. disallowance so the, and i think that's a big deal and it goes along with the story that i may or may not have shared because i don't remember every podcast i've ever done um about how Read i've been telling them. people to uninstall and get away from semantech and mcafee and all these with big the antivirus. Box antivirus yeah which stuff. is a little bit separate but it is separate on whole semantic has but. not been as serious about security as you would think from a security company what and the reason why google is going to stop supporting their certs in Chrome is semant- so it's very interesting the way CAs work at a technical level where essentially you're saying I'm an organization that's so trustworthy that if I've issued a cert to a uh, website you can just assume that's legitimate and what they found is people were fooling Symantec where Symantec wasn't doing their due, due diligence mm-hmm. and you were able to get like you were able to get like subdomain certs for like Gmail. <laughs> oh Jesus. So, so you could have a semantic, which was a trusted CA God. for mybullshit.google.com. Right. And if you could do like a misspelling and fool the user, the cert looked good. Yeah. So semantic just like wasn't doing their due diligence on a lot of these certs. So like and they kept getting caught and then eventually Google's like, we're tired of you. It's semant- what's shit. great is semantics like whole thing is like listen you can't do this you're gonna fuck a lot of people <laughs> like they're not they're totally ignoring the fact that they screwed up how about 30 like, percent of the internet there's 30 percent yeah. of the internet yeah. that's out there you're gonna totally <laughs> fuck them don't do this to them you know better come on we're not gonna change yeah we come do on. what we do this is what we do. yeah we we just accept money <laughs> people give us money we give them what they want 
How do you think we got 30% of the internet? You know? It's all in our name, guys. Yeah. Which leads me to my second point where multiple people have just bought semantic antivirus. Yeah. And McAfee antivirus over the years because they know they need antivirus software on their Windows machines. And every time they've done this, every person I've talked to has, has run into this whole issue of, well, so I tried to do the right thing and I bought new, I went to the store, I bought new, I went, I bought a box of software, yeah. I went to install it and I got all these errors and I called them up and they said, well, this is a different version than the previous version, but we can't install the previous version because your new version is different. They're not the same software, but they do the same thing. This new one's better. Why don't you continue to pay us like $60 a year for a license, um, but you'll never actually get the software running correctly on your PC. Uh, maybe we'll just keep running three or four versions of the same fucking software. One will be in trial. One will be licensed. One will be this. Uh, you know what? You're tired of semantic and you go to McAfee. Well, guess what? You can't install the semantic shit with the McAfee install. So now you've got fucking five different antivirus softwares running. Your machine's dog-ass slow. You have no idea how to fix it. And support just keeps telling you, yeah, your license is fine. You should be okay. And I don't know how many people have come to me with this exact situation yeah. over the past, I don't know, six to nine months. And I basically said, so um, back up your data and delete every fucking format your drive. And let's start from the beginning. And then don't install any of that bullshit. Return all your fucking box software. Uh, tell McAfee you don't need your shit. Tell Semantic you don't need your shit. And just use the built-in virus software that comes with Windows now because it's as good as you're going to get. And why pay extra? Mm -hmm. um, but that's kind of where I've been. It seems to be the motto of the internet. There are free antivirus softwares out there if you feel like you need an extra layer of protection because you're doing something extra dirty. Um, <laughs> I need an extra layer. Then, you know, fine. But otherwise, if you're just fucking going to Amazon and Facebook, I think you're clean. Move forward. Um but otherwise, I just kind of feel like so semantics got 30% of the internet on these dirty certs. They're installing antivirus that's that's licensed and, and breaking machines left and right. Like, they don't have a clear path. Uh, and I'm just telling everybody to avoid those things constantly. Um, yeah, they, they have to And get these are out all the people business. who won't buy a Mac. And I'm not going to turn it into Drunk yeah, Uncle yeah. again like I did last year. <laughs> but essentially, this was you don't run a Mac. You run a Windows machine, just run the native antivirus slash, you know, web browsing uh, security. Yeah, Windows has gotten good enough where the OS I, protects you as well, if not better than... It, well, it was funny. Like, they found that one. Google actually found that huge vulnerability in Semantic last year where, like, their researchers were hilarious. They're like, this is the worst computer bug we've ever seen. Where It was like, if you sent somebody an, an email with the exploitation code, the email didn't even need to be opened. Oh my god! You didn't even need to interact. Oh with my it. god! Just if the email was just get it on the machine. Yeah, get it on the like machine. It, it, I guess you know, semantic scans emails you haven't read in the background, and even on your webmail, it, it'll scan. Like, oh. like so, like yeah, they're just like this is the worst bug we've ever seen. Um, but yeah, it's they're they're terrible uh, programs. I'll always sort of support McAfee just because that He's owner crazy. is so crazy and hilarious. <laughs> He's fucking crazy. <laughs> I'll break an iPhone he's claiming in, governments in a week. are killing him. Yeah. He's you know, showing up and then he's randomly breaking into Rolling Stone songs <laughs> while he's talking, you know, like Yeah. Oh, you've never seen the interviews with John McAfee? No. No. Oh my god. So he was accused of killing a uh, a prostitute that he's with. Dion, I'll take another <laughs> one too, please. Uh, oh my god. And he claims and who knows, uh, he's so crazy that you have no idea what happened. He claims none of that happened. It was a trumped up charge because he was no longer paying off so he was in a, a weird country for because he didn't f he, f he feared for his safety so did he go to ecuador yeah, i think that's right and, yeah. the, and then he was accused of killing a prostitute he escaped from jail <laughs> he's on the run he said he never killed anyone it's all trumped up charges that they're trying to shake him down it vice there's this amazing if you if you're listening you should google this there's an amazing video where vice is uh interviewing them and vice posts a photo of them and then you see john going whoa 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 whoa, whoa. he goes did you put geo geo oh, yeah, dad in that right. he goes like, yeah he goes and that's all i care he goes well we're dead we're dead <laughs> they're like what what he goes you just fucking killed his pal so then you see him on a phone call he's like they're like so what's going on he's like well i got a good guy coming and they got some bad guys coming 
And like, well, what happened? He goes, well, if the bad guys come, we're going to lose some fingers. <laughs> uh, hopefully my good guy <laughs> he gets was here first. in a car then they cut to doing the video, driving at night. Yeah. just sticking his tongue out <laughs> and, like, doing drugs. You could tell he and was just like, like, yeah. Anyways, w- internet security is a really serious problem. These are <laughs> <laughs> like, it is such an insane video. He's so insane. He assumed these were the last hours of his life. So he's, like, doing drugs, just like, I think I that's what he does fuck. every day. Yeah. I think yeah. every day he, that's somebody's true. coming to kill him. He's every day is his last day of his life. Supposedly, yeah. like back in the day, he was like the sh- like the real deal. Like God, he, worked, find he worked for NASA, now. then the NSA, like encoding. Like he's supposed to be a or was probably still is an actual genius, but now has become so insane that you can't trust anything, you know, uh, that he says. Yeah, he said he um, could. Remember with the San Bernardino uh, terrorist? He said he could hack that iPhone in twenty minutes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Hey. Did you know, this is just yesterday, Johnny Depp will be playing McAfee in a new movie based on that murder and that escape. <laughs> He's going to love hearing that. John McAfee's going to love hearing that a good-looking Johnny Depp is playing him. They're There's both a teaser video minds. for this shit. Are you Yeah, they probably both are. <laughs> no, I treated McAfee like a computer virus my entire life. Uh, well, totally. I was Sean, find me guy. that video because it's actually right. on YouTube. I got. I want to post that because they... That, it is a great video. It is a, an amazing video. It, it'll change your life. It'll change your life. Um, It'll definitely make you a McAfee over semantic customer. <laughs> that old argument. Yeah, you know. Um, I don't even know how to segue. Um, I did. I did want to bring up. Um, there was this uh, iOS app that um, your your phone's going to be able to. Oh, sorry. oh Jesus! He's no, got. I, I didn't mean to play right now. I'm, I'll, there's I'll a there's a there's a device. Um, there's a, there's an app basically, and a device that you plug into your phone, um, and it tests your male fertility. Oh, I heard about that. <laughs> With like a ninety eight percent ninety eight percent accuracy, study yeah. shows that this device plugged into your your iPhone essentially um, shows your fertility. So. Um, you know, all those guys jerking off in the bathroom with their phone in their hand can now test their fertility <laughs> in a matter of seconds. Um, 45 million couples are estimated to be infertile. So, you know, f- how many? 45 million couples were estimated to be infertile wow. globally in 2010. Oh, globally. Okay. 15% of all couples worldwide. Men estimated to solely be responsible for this was up to 30%. So essentially they're trying to say, hey, men, if you want to make sure you're not the cause don't go device. see a doctor. Buy this. <laughs> Buy this. Continue to jerk off in the bathroom like you do every morning and prove that it's not you. You just walk out of the bathroom and you be like, I told you it wasn't me. Your face. <laughs> Sperm's good here. Sperm's um, good here. So anyways, I don't, the hardware. Or the opposite. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It <laughs> was me. It was me. Yep. <laughs> That's my sorry. Sorry, my bad. Um, the hardware is five bucks and I guess the, you know, may go up to 50 and then the app is another cost. So, but I mean, if you got to go into some sort of clinic and do this and they're like, yeah, so, uh, put it in a cup and we'll take it when you're done. Uh, as opposed to just having your own iPhone. I only masturbate into phones. You know, (laughs) sorry, doc. (laughs) It's a thing I got. It's a thing. This is like who's this for though? Like who's this is the dumbest product. Yeah. Sometimes I think they just want to show that they could yeah. get technology. Into wait, 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 wait. Of our let, life let's. We, I'm going to share this. By the way, enough no, no, to have no, no, no. So totally if you know, if you know, if you know for a fact, go to but a you're going to get a second opinion right. regardless. Yeah. So why would you? Even if it's positive or negative, if you still aren't getting pregnant, even if it said you're positive, you're not going to be like. Sorry, babe. The app said I'm good. <laughs> well, you're gonna download another app. Like I mean. you're gonna, you're gonna be, f- you're gonna go see a doctor eventually. So like, why even do this? Right. Like you know. Yeah, and, and the false positives in those two percent could, you know, could fuck something. I could maybe see it being used at like a homoerotic fraternity party where they want to see who has the most virile <laughs> sperm. <laughs> Oh, God. It's just a contest. <laughs> you know, sort of like when you have a breathalyzer, you see who's most drunk. <laughs> right. I would definitely use that on dates. Yeah. <laughs> well. A little known fact about me. Fa- <laughs> All right. I started, when, I, when we had our first, <laughs> when we were at dinner, I was in here. We're now at the There's, bar, and the sperm count has gone up. 20 of you want to make it into this fraternity. <laughs> 
We got 24 people here. The top 15 make it in based on sperm count. Not sperm. Go. <laughs> Anyways, Ugh. all right, sorry, that my imagination's crazy. going wild here. Um, anyways, the well, device I have, looks. I have something to add to the that device. Maybe. Looks interesting, yeah. and and the app's not expensive. So if most people want to get a, a direction of infertility, if they want to know right away which way they should go, it, it's not a bad thing. It's not. It's inexpensive compared to what doctors charge. I just thought it was an interesting topic based on the fact that there are numerous devices now that plug into our phones. They give us all this information from anything from diabetes to fertility to drug alcohol content. I, I just think that's a very interesting uh, world. I think all these devices are, are part of our future. Our phones are, are mini microcomputers, uh, supercomputers even. Uh, so I think it's just very interesting. I so. have kind of a uh, sort of a, a funny add on just talking about like sperm. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. back it, to sperm. And it's, yeah, it's count. Back so. to sperm. There was an art, uh, a study from a few years ago, you know, because like Rupert Murdoch is like an 84 year old man who has like a three year old or something like that. Oh you know, the of course Fox he does. News CEO. Yeah. And there was a study uh, a few years ago where very old men who have kids and then also had kids when they were young, they compared them and they found that the kids that were born much later in life life were, were dramatically less intelligent hmm. than their kids from earlier in life. And initially they assumed it was because like the sperm wasn't as virile or something like that so that, that the kids were less talented. But they're now wondering just that if that the if you're an 80 year old man who marries a trophy wife that the woman <laughs> just might be so much stupider than your <laughs> than, the, than your first wife. So now they have to like go back and figure out the intelligence difference between the two wives, which I find hilarious. They're just like, no, 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 just old men just marry morons. <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to find John McAfee on Twitter to 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 hashtag him. I don't know. This. I don't think he does Twitter. I think he's too worried about privacy and everything. Oh like really? That. I don't okay. think he's on Twitter. Of course he is. Um. <laughs> There were there were um, a couple other topics real quick that I was going to cover. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. I did find John McAfee on Twitter. Yeah. And there's a post, post from March 23rd. This was in the Google preview, so I've just now clicked on his page. And he has a post on March 23rd. My 21st century interview about the problem in Bangkok of distinguishing between ladyboys and legitimate females. is <laughs> 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 an actual interview that he has done on a radio station. <laughs> Um, do you want to send oh, me Oh, he this? did post that he's going to be played by Johnny Depp, too. <laughs> he's very excited about that. Give me his Twitter account so I can make sure I'm on. Oh, official McAfee. Jesus Christ. Are you serious? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, John. <laughs> okay. Here it comes, Twitter. Um, anyways, at paste. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> thanks for finding that, Gavin. I want to make sure I yes. I want to reference him so he knows that the Worldwide IT guys are out there, and that we're working diligently on the Lady Boy problem. <laughs> 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 Maybe we need an app for that. <laughs> okay, I like that, to check that the old-fashioned way. That won't make any <laughs> sense to that's most people. Too much. That won't make any most sense to most people. But I did hashtag Lady Boy. So, um. <laughs> I was very curious about the Vanta Black thing that that Sean posted today. Oh, it was just weird. a very, very, yeah. very cool thing um, that I had not known until this morning. Sean shared a link, and I, uh, if you want to discuss exactly what Vanta Black is, I went into some of the science behind it, uh, some some YouTube videos about their research. Um, it's essentially the blackest black on the planet, aside from yeah, Samuel it absorbs Jackson. Something so, like ninety nine point six percent of uh, radiation light and it but what's crazy is how it looks it's kind of like a mind fuck it looks like did you ever see warner brothers commercial uh cartoons where like 
um, Bugs Bunny needs to make a hole and he just throws a black circle on something and then jumps into right. it. It yeah. looks so it's an actual sphere, but because it's so black, you don't see any shading, so it just looks like a black disc. Like you don't even see dimensions on it. It's so know? black, light doesn't know how to re- like refract. Essentially, yeah. I guess yeah. the only thing that they have like a legitimate use for it right now is it'll be really good for telescopes, so that Ooh, there's no outside yeah, yeah, light right, interfering. Yeah, yeah. Um, wouldn't this be? I just immediately assumed military, like radar or something, anti-radar paint. Oh, I, I, I anticipate. I don't think it, well, it only absorbs light, I think. And, and yeah, like, but how about like an entire plane, an entire plane, like a stealth bomber? It should be kind of bad at that. It would absorb. Yeah. But a stealth bomber in Planet Black would probably be invisible too, right? Well, yeah, I don't think they're worried about visual alerts as much you know um this i'm sure the military will find a way to kill people with this yeah rest I, assured thank you I, like the military can always find a good way to sure. kill people with any piece of sorry technology. yeah i didn't yeah but i don't i don't think it'll necessarily be radar but well i'm sure if nothing else it's so disorienting when you looked at it like that if you built like imagine if you built a tank that just came at you and just looks like a black hole right There'd probably, at a minimum, be a hesitation for a moment, and then it kills you. Oh, you use that split second? Oh, you needs that split second. <laughs> well, this artist is interesting. You also linked to... Uh, yeah, there's a guy using it for art. He's licensed to use it, yeah. And so someone created... This is weird. I was kind of Googling around about this guy, and someone actually... So people were upset, right, that he had obtained the rights to this? He had obtained... Ex- oh, that rights. I don't know, yeah. Okay, I think people were upset that he exclusively yeah. uh, was the only person who's allowed to use yeah. that Vanta Black, who's licensed to do it. So someone created the world's pinkest pink in retaliation, <laughs> and they, they're selling it for super cheap with, like, the users have to agree to not sell it to this artist. Um, just, world's pinkest... Right. I love this arms race of yeah. colors. Because <laughs> everyone was upset. Like, what? You can't, like... The pink light, is pink. You know, you can't, like, Pretty soon everything's just going to be, like, the purest... And... Like, like, like construction workers are going to have the world's yellowest yellow, and it's going to be <laughs> blinding, you know? Like. <laughs> so this guy actually posted on his Instagram that he has illegally obtained the world's pinkest pink as a big fuck you to the people who didn't like him getting... Oh, yeah, I'm looking at black. the world's pinkest pink right now. Yeah. And he does have his middle finger dipped in the world's pinkest pink as his picture. Sure you are. Give me the link. The world's right now. Give me the pinkest pink. There you go. That's hilarious. Doesn't sound appropriate in any way, but whatever. <laughs> All right. So I've already posted the black is black. Now I'm going to give you the pinkest pink. So um does sound like porn talk, but... Um, I don't think that's pink enough. <laughs> what else we got? We got about, uh, what do we got? Like minutes. 10, 15 minutes. We're minutes. minutes, minutes. Nah, we're minutes away. Let's do some vendor scum. You had some vendor scum, didn't you? Oh, man, that vendor scum that I shared, that was that was pretty interesting. Um, so <laughs> let me try and dig it up real quick. Because you were, you were thanked for attending something you never attended, weren't you? That was at least one of them. Maybe you have multiple ones. Constantly, Sean, but uh, these were the ones I didn't attend. Um, so the... The uh, the vendor scum for the week was um, kind of weird because um, I was I was thanked in pretty much the same day by two different companies for um, viewing the and attending their webinars, and I actually got a call from somebody saying, "Hey, this is so and so. Thanks for downloading our webinar and watching it." <laughs> Um, did you have any questions or would you like to talk about it? And I said, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, I thought you were, may have been, uh, IBM calling about our fucking Wi-Fi issue. So I'm going to hang up on you now. But, um, cause I never know who, what third fucking, <laughs> that was cra- I, I was no there when you were idea. That, yeah. We were in the middle of a, cause we were saying that's the other great thing about IBM or like, excuse me. That's the other terrible thing about IBM <laughs> Is the outages are so long, and you never know who's going to call you with an update that you have to answer every phone call. <laughs> so saw... he's answering all these vendor calls, and he's like, "Not right now. I thought you were somebody else." Click, <laughs> click. <laughs> so I thought they were a vendor that I didn't know yeah. about that IBM had outsourced some shit sure. for fucking Wi-Fi. And the dude's like, "Hey, thanks for downloading our webinar." And I'm like, "Yeah, sorry. I thought you were somebody else. We're actually in the middle of an outage. I gotta let you go. Um, not really interested. Remove, remove me from your list." And I hung up. And then the dude responds with, um, 
so you did download our webcast on this date and you did this and that and uh, I'm sorry you were busy but um, yeah could you confirm that you're actually not interested like how persistent can you be I already told you I didn't fucking download your shit I don't I'm not interested I'm busy blah 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 and he's like nah you know I'm not sure if you're not really interested why don't you confirm that you're not interested on the same fucking day IBM says the same thing you downloaded a webinar from us and I go is somebody logging in as me on these fucking <laughs> webinars and saying, like, you know. I got to come clean here. All right. You know what, Gavin? Stop logging in as me and watching these bullshit webinars about security and, you know. Uh, what was nanobots. It? Yeah, <laughs> nanobots. You should see what I'm seeing is you. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so I did not attend these webcasts. They sent me email saying, Thank you. Could you please respond to these surveys? Um, and I feel like this is just a new way of getting yeah. everybody to submit information or respond or get sucked into a cold spam, uh, cold call, email, voicemail uh, about these services. So I wanted to warn everybody, but I just felt like of the days, again, Monday, of all of the days I had to deal with every asshole on the planet asking me if it was my problem because they couldn't get on Wi-Fi. I also had to deal with vendors now calling me saying, hey, thanks for looking at this webcast. Are you interested? <laughs> no, I'm not fucking interested. Stop fucking calling me. I know it's Monday and you're like super anxious to get new business, but leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> it was just Monday was not a great day for me. Let's just be clear. <laughs> I went home and I went to bed right away. That was that was a rough day. So, um, yeah, that was the vendor scum for this <sighs> week, everybody. I'm just gonna exhale. <laughs> breathe, breathe. I'm just gonna exhale and try to not relive what Please. what, what um. Monday was. Mm, um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hopefully, podcasters know what that reference is too. Um, meanwhile, the pink is pink. Did I post that yet? I'm I'm working on that. Um, is pink is amazing all right uh what else i I wanted to touch base on um uh, one last thing which i think is very interesting and it's kind of a local topic here but something that's very important and i don't want to i don't want to reference mr mr 45 in any way but i do know that elise is working with um some um some volunteer groups to develop some apps and I just I just thought maybe like a minute or two or three talking about the apps that you're working on to develop for some of these um, the volunteer work you're doing for immigration yeah. and stuff like that. I think it's very interesting and I think some people would be interested to know what you're doing. So if you've got a couple, let, let's say two minutes or less. Yeah. Just uh, jump in and, and or more, whatever you want to talk about. I, I think it's very interesting and I think some people, some of our listeners would be would be um, interested in it. So. The interesting thing that uh, more than the apps that we are building, the apps are actually very important, but uh, it's the whole effort that is occurring since five almost five years now uh at the braintree uh here in chicago there is like 100 people meeting every tuesday uh doing different kind of development and data analysis and meeting just to throw ideas and think make apps from it and that is chihak night actually uh, and one of the projects that came from it, actually two, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I got involved with them. One of them is uh, building a map uh, of all the rates of ICE. ICE is the immigration, I don't know what else, but it's, it's the force. ICE, uh, yeah. Is the force that uh, takes immigrants and deports them, or detains them, and um, tries to uh, get rid from immigrants? That that the thing. So we are trying to map uh, all those events. Immigration Customs Enforcement. Sorry, go ahead. That is it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we are mapping uh, based on crowdsourcing uh, submits. Cool. And also, we are trying to contact immigration lo- uh, different in different parts of the country, immigration groups, uh, to feed them up with more data. 
and mainly that's it um, because right now there is a lot of information in the media but uh, we don't have actual data to show patterns or uh, actual uh, facts uh, it's more like this guy was uh, in the United States uh, for 15 years and he suddenly got deported and they made a story around that guy and blah, blah, blah. But we don't have actual facts. How many uh, deported per day, per per year, in, in which state and are more deported, etc. So that kind of stuff we are wanted to look for. And the other application is still more in work in progress. Uh, it's about uh, rental power. Uh, it's collecting the information of landlords and giving that information to tenants and have them empowered to react uh, against some evictions uh, actions or whatever the landlords are doing because some landlords aren't the best. So. Those are my my pr side projects. That's really cool. I was just looking at the Chicago Hack Night uh, website. Yeah. There's another application that caught my interest. It's um, it's called, and this is the domain name. Is there sewage in the Chicago River dot com? Yeah. <laughs> and the answer is yes in 19 segments. Yeah. <laughs> it's so frustrating sometimes to participate in this Hack Night. Yeah. Because you have one hour to participate in many project or uh, in any project that you you want, but there are so many interesting things to do and you don't have enough time to do. So you have to choose something to commit and then try to con get in contact with people and say, yeah, I, I'm going to help. Uh, keep, keep, uh, please keep me updated. Uh, and maybe in the future it, uh, I will get more hands-on another project, but... Uh, it's so exciting that night. Yeah, I would like to have more hours to work on it. That's really cool. Sure. Yeah. So that's it. Cool. Thanks yeah, for it's very cool. Thanks for the window to <laughs> show about this. I think it's great. You're this. you're out there making making a difference, and we're all in here getting drunk and doing <laughs> podcasts. So um, you know. Uh, my <laughs> philosophy is that. Uh, it, it applies uh, to many things in my life. I cannot blame about anything or about everything if I don't have if I don't do something, because if I stay blaming about everything that is occurring in the world and I don't do anything to against that uh, that is bothering me, uh, uh, pff, it's only words. That is one thing, and the other thing is that. For because my nature, I need to work on something to contribute on what I believe, and that's why I Chick Hug Night is like my niche. So that's great. Yep. Love it. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just gonna close on a local story where um, our former quarterback posed nude, <laughs> <laughs> and um. We may have some fans here in the office of that. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big fan. Big fan. A big fan. Like number six, big fan. You were always a fan yeah. of his body first. It's true. <laughs> Decision making last. We don't usually don't talk about American brain. football on this podcast, but I think it's very funny in that the the quarterback, uh, the former quarterback of the Chicago Bears, and, and Jay, his name is Jay Cutler. Are much maligned, dour. Uh, cantankerous asshole quarterback who ended his <laughs> career completely like I think it was exactly 500 uh, meaning an exact win and loss uh, record of what's it 42 and 42 or yep. something like that but anyway so it's like it's really weird he's he's known for kind of being an asshole uh that's one of his main. He is an fame. asshole. <laughs> he is an asshole. He just kind of doesn't uh, give a shit. He's just, just got. I, this, I read, yeah, I read an interview. That the uh, the owner of uh, Stanley's just passed away. He's like a oh. le you know legendary bar. A lot of like Michael Jordan would go there all the time. Uh, mm -hmm. All the Cubs players. It started because all the Blackhawks went there. But I was reading this interview, and they're like, and everybody's cool. He's like, they're all cool. They're all cool. I've never had a problem with any well, other than Jay Cutler. <laughs> Jay Cutler is the biggest asshole we've ever had. He said, you know what actually surprised me. 
is because Jay Cutler seems so Hollywood, and his wife is like a reality star that I assumed she'd be the same way. He's like, his wife is the nicest woman in the world. Jay Cutler's an asshole. I refuse to believe that. I yeah. met Jay Cutler once at Happy Village yeah. uh, in Ukrainian Village, if you know that, that bar. Don't care. <laughs> he shook my hand, and it was cool. I think he might actually just, in every other alternative universe, he's somehow not an athlete. Yeah. And it's almost like he stumbled into it. Like he, I, I will say that one of the things I do like about him is he does not behave like an athlete. Because mm-hmm. no, they're usually, yeah, they, they're mean, usually cut from the same cloth where they're like, "Well, I'm just trying to put a W on the board." And, you know, you, you mean, know and dude, I'm just trying. You know, that's just part of the competition. I have always, I have always thought, and 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 no <laughs> angst against him. He has a blood sugar. He's got diabetes. You think it's his diabetes. But diabetes doesn't cause apathy. That's why Ross is such a jerk. No. I believe like he doesn't he knows not to get too excited, too angry, too yeah, happy, right. too whatever in front of anybody else because it may Maybe drain him Hulk. and he may die, right? So you, you don't want to like make Jay, Jay Color angry. angry. Yeah. You don't like you don't like Jay Color when he's angry. Don't, don't make Jay angry. And I know this is the local quarterback story, but it's just it's just kind of funny in that um we 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 paid a lot of money for him for many years. We, a lot of people feel like he he didn't deliver enough. Um, he wasn't as outspoken as he should have been. He's supposed to be a leader of a team. He never was a leader of a team. Um, he's finally set free. Jay Cutler is free to do whatever he wants. He can play football. He doesn't have to play football. Money's not an issue. He can do mm-hmm. whatever he wants in the world. Meanwhile, his wife, who's kind of a a, a social media real. Uh, um, you know, so, uh, a TV yeah. superstar just takes his picture of his bare ass looking at the fucking <laughs> well, sea and is like yeah. posted on Instagram is like it's blowing up here in America and it's kind of like okay, well you know, I shared it with my wife and she's like oh okay like woo, uh, and I was it's well, it's just Jay Cutler. I mean like, that's the best part excited. is because he's such like a, a jackass. Yeah, but like it's actually if he wasn't, it's it's so weird because if he wasn't naked, it would actually be like kind of a very artistic like touching photo of like him <laughs> looking out on the horizon, surveying you know what lays ahead of him for his life, except for the fact he's, <laughs> he's bare a man ass. Trying to find a solution in the <laughs> right. sea. Seriously. If he had a, if, yeah, if he had a pair of like shorts on or like maybe a swimsuit yeah. this would be a completely different story he might have a sock over his dick <laughs> meanwhile a really classy <laughs> sock over his dick I, I love that he's got I, he's still got his watch on and like a wrist like that's the only thing he's wearing is a watch and a bracelet that's somehow just classic that's how he gets changed he's a lot like us you know oh my puts god puts his watch on bracelet puts a sock over his dick Kristen Cavallari shows off her hunky husband <laughs> in the tasteful nude shot posted on Instagram Monday while the two were enjoying a tropical vacation in Mexico. All that means is she'll be pregnant in about nine months or in three months. So It'll she'll be in. ready to go. It's going to take, take that sock off his dick for that to happen. <laughs> um, yeah. That's all he does. Throw interceptions and make babies. So. Um, <laughs> There's one area where I don't miss, and that's in the bedroom. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's a funny topic for us here. Hopefully, um, the global audience can enjoy. And I we hope that he does not land. If you're a listener, we pray that he does not land in your city <laughs> for your own good. Uh, all right. Anything else anybody wants to share? Ross, no, anything? That's Ross, that's anything. To, that's a good nope. thing to end on. What nope. was the What was the thing you wanted to say this week? I got nothing. Perfect. Oh, I perfect. figured that was. I figured that was what you would say. All right, great. This guy wanted it. You. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've been the Worldwide IT guys. Thanks for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed. Follow us on Worldwide IT guys on Twitter. Uh, and on Instagram, I post our beer of the week every week on Instagram. If you're not following us, so. Take care, everybody. Later. Later. Bye. Bye. I was looking for things to to bring up, but um, I was was looking on Hacker News, which I know you guys sometimes Mm -hmm. read, Mm -hmm. and uh, they randomly, I was looking for something technical that we could talk about, but they linked to this page put together by this professor, and it's graffiti they found from Pompeii, and it's really, it's pretty amazing. Oh, Pompeii's super interesting how it was just... Because it's well-preserved, because it was, like, just stopped. And, like, half the people made it out, and it was, like, one of the first-ever news stories in history. So there's, like... Yeah. Like, Piney the Elder, you, you know that famous beer? He died yeah, in yeah, Pompeii. Yeah, That's yeah, where yeah, most of yeah. the accounts come from, I thought, yeah. like, some of the, the first-hand accounts. Yeah, it, yeah, but he... His last words were, no, I have time to take a bath. <laughs>
Because I guess he had asthma and he was uh, choking so much from the smoke that he went in to have a bath and nobody ever saw him again. Uh, but yeah, Piney the Elder died in that, which is like a lot of people say the greatest beer made is Piney the Elder by uh, Ma- Mad River Brewery or yeah. whatever it is in California. Share the link, Gavin. I'll, I'll put it up real quick. I yeah, I, I find the story of Pompeii fascinating. So, and all that you know, beautiful history. Let me read you some of these uh, quotes from a bar uh, brothel of the Inilis and Papio. Weep, you girls. My penis has given you up. Now it penetrates men's behinds. <laughs> Goodbye, wondrous femininity. <laughs> mm. uh, okay. Amplicatus, I know that Icarus is buggering you. Salvius wrote this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, have you ever read Ro- Roman poetry? It's like like Im- impossibly dirty. Like here is... I had no idea. Oh, oh yeah. like. Are you just sharing this page from uh, Pompanian.org? Re- your, ass, okay. your ass is purer than a salt cellar. Nor do you take shits ten times a day in the whole year. When do you? It's harder than beans and pebbles. If you rub and crumble it into your hands, you can't even get a dirty finger. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, if you Google Google dirty Roman poetry, and you'll find, like, a billion blogs on how dirty Roman poetry used to be. Wow. Okay. So, hashtag dirty finger. That sound good to you guys? This is, this is uh, Marshall talking to Chesterus. Chesterus, your balls are, are hairless and your cock is as, as smooth as a vulture's neck. You're, yeah, like, I'm not even, I can't actually repeat these at work as I'm, <laughs> I'm halfway through. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? But, okay, hashtag vulture's neck. Well, Got I it. Know. All I, right, this we're good. Known thing. I, I found it hilarious. I didn't hear too many to laugh, so I'm yeah. glad I saved it for after. It is funny. And we tweeted we'll it. save it for next week. All right. All right. Oh, That's about Syria this week. It's timeless. It's a slow roll. It's timeless. Now, this one's actually kind of funny. Seleucus, why do you pollute the bath by plunging your ass into it? A tip. You want to make it filthier? Submerge your head into it. (laughs) Not your ass. And why do they talk so much shit to each other? What's going on? Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, they hate each other. I'm not going to say they deserve that volcano, but maybe. (laughs) Oh, good stuff, guys. Whoa. The Killers, Kesha, Pitbull, and Lord are all coming to town. I, you know, I did hear that Cutler really grew up a lot when he did have his family. I heard like the local beat reporters who had formerly referred to him as a giant asshole said that. He but was, it, do, he yeah, I, I think as a player, it doesn't matter. I, I think his issue is uh, he's just not that great of a quarterback.